When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hopefully, this go around with me trying to record will actually work. See, last Thursday, I wasn't able to give y'all an episode. Trust me, I tried. I, I swear I tried. I recorded a whole hour worth of shit, right? But for some apparent reason, it didn't take. I don't know what's going on with Anchor. Don't understand it. And I'm looking at other means to record my solo podcast like I did with Skype. Too bad I can't record with Skype just by myself. But yeah, I apologize that I missed last Thursday. But that's a good thing because maybe when y'all will look to see if I dropped the episode, you, you felt like how I feel when I see See The Thing Is or the Joe Button podcast decided to take a week off without telling my black ass that they did or even coming to me for permission to take a week off. And I feel some type of way about it. <laughs> but either way, you know, I apologize. I am so sorry 
that I didn't give you an episode last week. So this week I'm going to give you a good episode. Now before, it, it, of course y'all know what it is. Welcome to the Smokers Lounge. Here, recorded by Anchor, the perfect app for anyone trying to start their own podcast career. All you got to do is download the Anchor app or go to anchor.fm and make yourself a profile. I'm your host, Kevin Robinson, a champ. Find all my links with one link, allmylinks.com backslash porn rap star. For a wonderful sponsor to tell you about, first one being the Facebook LS community, lsworld.com. Next up, highest adult magazine in the game, racismmagazine.com. Next up, 90% profit for content creators, a new play for you consumers to consume your triple X content, excitebunny.com. That's X site bunny.com and last but not least award-winning award-nominated smut with voiceover also check out their virtual reality site called beaver beaver none other than blush erotica.com proud member of the gw district black podcasting network let me sip my coffee plus while you at shop gwdistrict.com get some shopping done and buy products from over a whole bunch of black-owned businesses, shops, and boutiques. Five days a week, go over to FullySwapRadio.com in the mornings and listen to me. Chop it up with adult films, hottest talent, producers, directors, doms, and everything else up under the sun. We talk about the business of porn, sexuality, and the world itself. Also, Check me out on SkyhawkAfterDarkTV.com as well as the BGPLLC app. Shouts out to Jared Roberts, who I love talking rational with. Now, how y'all doing? It's been a interesting January. We're now out of January. It's February. This should be, let me see, the date. What date is this? I know it's a Thursday. I pre-record this all the time, so nothing new. So this is the 16th. I hope y'all had a wonderful Valentine's Day, you know. Um, I'm going to be getting my wife her Valentine's Day stuff over the weekend and hopefully give her a nice Valentine's Day dinner that we will enjoy, you know. And um, also, I'm very, also, I'm very proud of my, my youngest daughter, biological daughter of honor. She is now got herself a nine to five on the job. I still have yet to see her face to face, but that will happen soon enough. Trust me on that. And like I said, things been going pretty good. Got a bunch of interviews coming, premium smoke room episodes coming for you. Like I said before, understand these people. I have video now. Spotify does video now. And you can watch the video episodes of the Smokers Lounge and the Premium Smoke Room on Spotify. For the Premium Smoke Room, you have to subscribe through my Anchor account, anchor.fm backslash smoke this over, the over being OVA, backslash subscribe. $4.99 a month, six premium podcasts, because we lost one. Shouts out to my homie and good friend, Kelly Sheen is not a bad reason why she left. She left because she got so goddamn busy. She didn't have time to do the podcast. That is beautiful. So be on the watch out for her. She's also going to be in this month's issue or this next issue of um, 
lyric. Okay, hold on. Um, <laughs> give me one second, people. Because I would erotic sky, yes, erotic sky magazine. Because if I'm going to say it, I got to say it right, ladies and gentlemen. Erotic sky magazine. Um, so she will be in. Um, she will be in that uh, that volume. I think it's volume three. So y'all be on the lookout for that. And y'all go over there and support my girl Lyric Sky and her magazine. She's doing great work with it. I'm loving it. She's getting some of the hottest girls in the business in the mad, you know. Um, I think uh, I didn't get to watch the Super Bowl. Probably will not get to see the Super Bowl because I don't have cable. So I'll be following the Super Bowl online. Um, hopefully I can find some way to watch it without having cable, but the chances of that is slim to none. Not mad about it. It is what it is. I haven't been able to keep up with my rational or any of that. So that's just how it works. But like I said, a lot been going on, but either way, I plan to get my cable back so I can't watch my stuff and everything. So good thing that ain't, we ain't doing the, the wrestling podcast no time soon because if I did, I'd be shit out of luck because I haven't been able to watch any of it. I have been able to keep up with it, but not watch it. So, man, so much shit done fucking happened. I didn't even get a chance to talk about last week because I didn't record last week. So, where should I begin? Well, let's begin with the latest that happened as of today. QC sold the company to, uh, I can't think of the guy's name. Let me make sure that I got his name right. Um, he's something brawn. I don't keep up with this shit, people. Let's just keep it 100. Um, I don't keep up with this shit. So let's just keep it 100. QC Records. Oh, there we go. And um, let me make sure that, uh, yes, they sold to Scooter Braun um, and everything for $320 million. And, of course, the Internet went crazy. Basically saying, once again, another black owner sold his business or sold out or you know, feel some type of way because a black owned business sold it to a white man again. Okay. And it's funny because I was listening to Tasha K before I recorded this. And she said everything I was fucking thinking when I was at work when I'm going to come on here. So I don't want y'all to think that I'm copying what she said. I already was fucking thinking it. The fuckers didn't sell out. They saw where this was heading and decided to get out before it was too late. I'm just saying. I'm gonna give you an example of what I mean by this. And then I'll break it down to you, 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 you imbeciles. You people that don't understand business, nor do you understand generational wealth and what the fuck that actually means. Because we love throwing that around, don't we? Generational wealth. No, we, it seems like a black company can't even, you, 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 they just sell it 
and 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 don't leave it to their kids and ah uh, yeah yada 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 yada. All right, whatever. Let me break this down. Danny Ash, who was basically godmother to uh, was the godmother to the webcam phase. Before webcamming, it was her and Lisa Shin who ran webcamming. They used to book girls to come on their stuff and everything. And um, she was known, she was a big busted model. She she had been on numerous, you know, magazines, everything. Well, she started her own webcam show. She brought girls in to do webcam. They did webcam shows. All this shit that these girls are doing now with webcam, she was doing that. There was no webcam sites other than her. You understand me? The closest thing to a webcam site was Rude.com. There was no Chatterbait. There was no free cam. This was at the infancy of the internet. Then, at some point, she sold her company to Playboy. You know, period. She sold her company to Playboy. And she sold it for $3 million. She sold it to Penthouse, excuse me, not Playboy. Let me get it right. She sold it to Penthouse for $3 million. She was the first lady to have her own website. She was the first lady to really use webcam as a money-making tool. Now I know what you're thinking. Well, why did she sell it? Why did she sell it? Ah, da, da, da. She sold it for three million. You wonder why she sold it to Penthouse for three million? Because she looked ten years down the line and said, "Hmm, is this going to be sustainable?" She saw it coming down the pipe, my free cam. She saw it coming down the pipe, Chatterbait. She saw other sites that started doing what she was doing with webcam. So get what she did. She sold out to avoid being phased out. So she made a quick $3 million. Penthouse still paid her to run it until she decided to step away. But that's why she sold it. Because she knew what was coming. She knew that the webcam game was going to get more saturated. It's going to be more Little small sites coming up with the webcam and the whole nine. So she knew it was time to get the fuck out. Let me step away. Let me get this big payday. Understand $3 million in 19... In 2006... It's a lot of fucking money. Probably the days... Probably a good 10 million. Probably 10 million. I guarantee with inflation. Y'all go ahead and look it up. But the reason why she sold it because she saw what was coming. Now, how did this relate to QC? In order for you to create generational wealth, you got to have a business that spans generations or you done made enough money that spans generations. 
them selling QC for 300 guarantees the generational wealth unless they are dumbasses and fuck it up. They sold QC because they knew, excuse me, Coach K did, that 10 years from now, QC will be phased out. QC would no longer be relevant and probably wouldn't make money. If anything, they'd probably lose money. Because as much as y'all keep screaming, where he sold out? Black business. Why black men got shit said to a white man? Why we got to do this? Okay, then. Let's look at it. Right now, QC, believe it or not, is losing money. See, y'all motherfuckers don't really think. Who the fuck selling music right now? Other than Little Baby, who they got on the records? Who, who they got on the roster? The City Girls, I don't know if they even like each other no more. Carissa, she's too busy running behind Puff Daddy and doing her own shit. JT, we haven't even heard from her. Does she even record anymore? Little Yacht fell off. Y'all don't want to hear that shit, but fell off. Have anyone been buying Little Yacht music? No. And Little Yacht dropping an album? No. I ain't even heard Little Yacht is on tour or not. And then their biggest name act, one is dead, the other two are beefing, oh, and one of them sued QC. And the wife, because her husband takeoff, excuse me, offset, is not fucking with QC. She ain't fucking with QC. She ain't been on tour when the last time she made a song. Once again, you got to have a product that's going to expand generations. That's going to make generational wealth. So right now they're losing money because they're not making any money to recoup costs. Who else they got? Rena Ricci. Has she dropped anything? Even though Rena Ricci got some hot-ass music, had they pushed her? Had they promoted her? I don't be here when Rena Ricci even performs. Do she even be in Atlanta? All the shit I've been seeing was on the block and her doing covers. So they ain't even dropped the album about this chick. And this chick... Rina Ricci is one of the hottest lyricists in the game. She dropped that gorgeous. She got the body that everybody fiends to look at. But QC ain't thought about pushing her ass. There's other artists on QC that ain't no one thought about. They ain't trying to push. They ain't getting over. So once again, they're losing money. Plus they lost money off the lawsuit that damn um, offset threw on them. So guess what? He sat back and said, and looked 10 years from now. He looked at it, he said, damn. Do we have another artist on deck? The record sales ain't been booming. We ain't been getting a lot of tours. These fuckers ain't getting no work outside of music. So, fuck it. Braun wants to buy it for 300, 320 million because he wants to tap into the urban market. Yeah, they sold it. So I want y'all to think about something. 
every black owned business, unfortunately, has a shelf life. Y'all don't want to hear the truth about it, but it's the truth. Fubu, you want to know why he sold Fubu? Because Fubu won't go in worldwide. Fubu wasn't at Fashion Week in Paris. Baby fat, you can find that in motherfucking TJ Maxx when it used to be in Macy's. Of course, your man sold Sean John because what? Nobody buying Sean John like that. We as black people do not make businesses that can sustain on their own and sustain for lifetimes. Not a lifetime, lifetime and generations. The only businesses that we make that do that is funeral homes and banks. Funeral homes, banks. I want y'all to think about this. All the businesses that last generations are owned by whites. There's a part of an industry or an industry that was built by whites. Motown. When the last time you heard about Motown? Oh, we talk about Motown is when we talk about old school. The last big artist Motown had was Adam Ant. He was a white dude. And I think, and what, who else? Uh, Boys to Men. Guess what happened to Motown? They got phased out because people wanted to hear hip-hop, not R&B no more. That's the reason why these guys sold. That's the reason why QC got sold to Scooter Braun. Because Coach don't have no confidence for the next 10 years. You know what they say? It's, it's get out while the getting is good. Because let's just say he listened to y'all dummies. Yo, you should keep it. You should keep it. Ten years from now, you hearing about Coach K filing for bankruptcy. Coach K doing this, Coach K doing that, right? Get what y'all going to say. Well, maybe he should have sold it to Scooter Braun then. Just something for you to smoke over and think about. Do you want to wait till your business falls apart? Do you want to wait to when your business starts to fall off before you think about selling? No, you sell it where it's at its height. Vince McMahon is trying to sell WWE why is at the height of its profits. Because he's afraid that five, six, ten years from now, he ain't going to get the same price. It's going to be lower because they're not making the same profit as before. Shit happens. Things change. The world change. When the last time y'all heard from cash money? If it wasn't for young money, cash money would have not lasted as long as it has. No limit, no limit records when the last time we heard a song from Master P. He's too busy trying to sell chips and shit. Because music labels are not sustainable generationally. There was a 
um, reality show that came out about Sugar Hill Records, right? When was the last time Sugar Hill has had a hit record? Back when I was a fucking kid when hip-hop was new. They still trying to find somebody to blow their asses up again. The only reason why they still got the money they got because of royalties, because so many people use beats from some of their songs and some of their songs and commercials. Other than that, they ain't making no goddamn money. They ain't even got artists underneath them anymore. All the artists they did had the motherfuckers dead. You had to think about that for a second. Take emotion out of it. There's no black business that sustains for generations. For that to happen, it has to be the cornerstone of an industry. QC is not the cornerstone of record of, of, of the record industry. It's not even cornerstone of hip hop. Want you to think about that for a second. Think about restaurants. You know how many restaurants are black owned that I grew up with that ain't here no more? But they were black owned. I sat there and thought about one of the the, the biggest sandwich making delis in New York. Don't even have a store no more. Now you want to get a sandwich, you got to buy it online. It is hard to sustain a business. It's hard. Record labels are even harder because you got to be able to get artists that can fit the times and transcend times. There's no record labels that can do that. I can think of so many black record labels, black clothing lines that is no longer in existence. You want to know why? Because their product didn't transcend generations. See Gucci and Versace and Polo. Granted, yeah, they're white, owned by white men, but here's the point. Their product transcends generations. Your kids is gonna wear, your kids' kids are gonna wear Gucci. Your kids' kids are going to wear Polo. Your kids' kids are gonna wear Nautica. Your kids' kids was not gonna wear boo Fubu. Your kids' kids won't go wear Jabos. You know, Jabos was not black owned, but I'm just giving you a point. Nike has a product that spans generations. Adidas has products that span a generation. Generations. But the music business does not. I hear about Atlantic Records, I don't hear nothing about Epic Records. You see, hear about Def Jam? Do you hear about Motown? I'm just giving you examples. So, for all y'all that said he sold out, no, he didn't sell out anything. What he did was he made a smart fucking business decision. Because trust me, if he didn't sell out, one he would have sold for cheaper down the line, or QC would have faded into obscurity like many of these other record labels have. It's nothing against black folk, but you got, if you want generational wealth, the key to generational wealth for us 
is to build businesses, sell them off to the highest bidder, build another business, sell out to the highest builder, and continue to create money and money and money and money and money. Now, but you people that sit here and said, well, he could have gave it off to his kids. Let me tell you what the kids are going to do. Sell that bitch off. Just because you give your business to your kids doesn't mean that your kids are going to run the business. They might decide to sell it. Then what? And the sale may not be as much as you would have gotten when you was alive. What y'all think about that for a minute? Smoke that over. You got to think about that for a minute. Coach K could have probably kept it, died, gave it to his son or his daughter. As soon as they get a good enough offer, them motherfuckers don't feel like, it's not even guaranteed his kids even want to be in the music business, let alone run a record label. Y'all done watched Empire and 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 and, and guess what? Now y'all want that fantasy. That fantasy. Ooh, give it to the kids. You might give it to the kid and the kid go sell that motherfucker. Then what? The point of businesses is to make them, make money off of them, and then eventually sell them if necessary. Nothing lasts forever, ladies and gentlemen. So, there you go. Now, so I just wanted to give y'all that knowledge and that and that thought. Because a lot of times when people sell their business or a black person sell their business, y'all say they sell out. Why ain't keeping the family? Why don't stay black owned? Ah, yeah, 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 yeah. It's because I'm trying to make money so that my family can eat better. If that means me selling my business to a white man to do that, is it not worth it? You think that the right deal came to my table, I wouldn't sell smoke this over. I'd sell it in a heartbeat because let's be honest, even if I die and I leave it to my kids, is my kids going to continue to do the smoke this over, the smokers lounge? My kids going to continue to do podcasting? No, they're smart. They'll sell the motherfucker, especially someone comes with a good offer. That's also part of generational wealth. Building up the company to where if you leave it to your kids, your kids could sell it for a pretty penny that could set them up for life. That's part of generational wealth also, people. It's not just keeping the business, it's building it up to where the business can make money so your kids could might generate money off of it through either sales or let somebody else fucking run in and they're just getting the spoils. Either way, trust me on this, P's and Coach K's kids ain't got shit to worry about. So, I'm done. I just had to give y'all that knowledge. I figured to give y'all a good 30 minutes. Besides, my mouth starting to hurt again, and I'm tired of talking. And I got two shows I got to do later. So, with that being said, life is a learning experience. What's the point of the experience if you haven't learned anything? Smoke. 
this over.